0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history.
1: Hey, Chef Joe here from the Urban Kitchen Group. I want to invite you all to dine with us from January 21st to the 28th for San Diego Restaurant Week to try our California-inspired Italian cuisine. Head on over to the San Diego Restaurant Week website to make a reservation now.
0: All right, we are live on the Dine Local SD podcast. Hi, how's it going? I am here with Joe Magnanelli, the executive chef of Urban Kitchen Group. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh, it's it great is. to see you. It's
0: our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, here at the Dine Local SD Podcast, episode number thirty-eight, we are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. We thought that you would be our perfect guest for this because um, you are such a, a crucial staple to me in the San Diego <laughs> culinary world, and I want to learn more about your pinch of history.
1: That's nice of you to say. Thanks. A crucial staple. Yeah,
0: I like that. crucial staple. <laughs> um, so. The Urban Kitchen Group is a California-inspired group of Italian restaurants and wine shops. Mm -hmm. And you oversee and run an ambitious in-house program with house-made cheeses, charcuterie, sausage, artisanal breads, and pastas Mm -hmm. made from scratch. And uh, as the Urban Kitchen Group continues to grow, you will always remain true to your mission statement, which is... To successfully craft the perfect dining trifecta, exceptional food, superior service, and an imaginatively designed environment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a really yeah. cool mission statement.
1: Yeah. I think that we try to hit on those things every day when we go to work and see how we can do better. Yeah. I think that's what, uh, another part of that is always trying to um, stay relevant and yep. keep moving forward and, and not just become stagnant.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. And so – Correct me if I'm wrong, but Cucina Urbana in Bankers Hill was the first restaurant in the group?
1: Um yeah. Well, of the new reincarnation. The, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then um was it Cucina in Ateca del Mar?
1: Uh no, the Irvine one. Oh, really? Uh, okay. was the second one. Got it. Yeah. And that one is about 6 years old now and I always keep that that timeline because that's yeah. it was we oh, right, opened right. that like Around the same time, my daughter was. born. Oh, nice! So it was, it was extremely exhausting.
0: I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how you did that. <laughs> I don't
1: either. I don't either. I we had um, when we were opening that one, we rented a a, a condo for yeah. about a month while we were doing the opening up there. And my, when my, the baby was born, I was commuting back and forth every single day. And oh my gosh! Trying to uh, it was it was tough. That sounds tough. Yeah, it was it was worth it though. Yeah, on both fronts. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good. That's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so you also have. Cucina and Del Mar.
1: Del Mar was the third, third one and then the Newport Beach and then most recently Cucina sorella, sorella. down here. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I won't ask you your favorite because that's not fair.
1: It's like asking your favorite For, children. Yeah. 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 They're all, they all have their their unique um they have like personalities. Mm-hmm. You know the staff the staff's make the personality. Sure. The, you know the while the food's has its the same feel? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of differences in the menus. Yeah, and the chefs city each restaurant have their input. And There's awesome. core menu items that are on all the yeah. menus, but they um, they all kind of take on their own feel too, which is really fun. And what I feel separates us from being like a chain mm-hmm. is that they're all they're all different. The yeah. designs are different. Uh, the the menus are have their own uniqueness as well.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, how long ago did Cucina Urbana Bankers Hill open?
1: I, I think about. Eight and a half years ago.
0: Okay. And were you in San Diego prior to that?
1: Yeah. Me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before there, I was working at El Biscocho. Uh, oh, yeah. With Gavin. Rancho, vacation. Bernardo. Rancho in, Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that... Where are you from originally?
1: I grew up in Maryland.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And really. how did you make it out here?
1: So um, I was working at uh, in Washington, D.C. At, mm-hmm. at Ritz-Carlton. Ooh. And right around... Nine Eleven was when I started working there. Got and, it. Um, as we all, that was, was really tough on Washington, D.C. Sure. And I worked there for a little while, and then shortly after that, um, made my way out here. Yeah. I came out uh, visiting one, just like on a little, with a buddy of mine, just his brother was in the military out here, oh, so God. we were just like, let's go check out San Diego, and then I was like... You know, like a lot of people do. I fell, yeah, fell in love Ooh. with it. <laughs> this is nice. I was like I could cook anywhere. I don't have to be in D.C. So yeah, I, we moved out here about like six months later, and awesome. It's, it's been uh, a very a good decision, I think, for my life. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm happy
0: to hear that. Yeah. Um. So I live like two blocks away from Cucina. I walk by it mm-hmm. every morning, mm-hmm. and I've been known to pop in there and yeah. sit at the bar by myself and eat delicious food. <laughs>
1: I know you don't say hi.
0: I am kind of I like to be stealthy, you know. Yeah. I like yeah. to be stealthy.
1: Nice to say hi. Okay, I'll say hi <laughs> next time.
0: The bartender started recognizing me, and that's when I was like,
1: "Oh man, yeah, it's, <laughs> just it's enjoy yourself." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't worry uh, about
0: that stuff. <laughs> they're like you again. The girl who just sits here and orders a ton of food. I'm like, that's me. Hi. Yeah. Um, I I love it. Not just Thank you, you know, like there's restaurants that I like. Because they're convenient and because proximity. Right. But even when I moved away, I would still go to Kachina because it's, like, genuinely one of my favorite restaurants in San Diego. thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like you mentioned earlier about staying relevant— like you do, you know, and like right. it's noticeable, like it's like a noticeable thing right. where I've been going there since you guys opened and it always feels fresh right. and it like not just from a food perspective, but from like the atmosphere and it always feels very lively. And right. even if it's. If I go at a slower time like there's really good energy in the restaurant where right. it's always like exciting and there's always mm-hmm. people enjoying themselves and right. the service is just phenomenal. I'm yeah. kind of like a service snob. Like I really appreciate good service.
1: Good service, you know, it can it can set a tone. Like it does. Even if you're if you walk in and the 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 person at the door is not genuinely doesn't seem genuinely glad to see you, it can kind so of true. can kind of make the food if it's just good can make it yeah. absolutely make great food just be good yeah so it you have to really um pay attention to all aspects of that and i think that is a uh, um it's one of the things that we we try to pride ourselves on. and mm-hmm. it's really about hiring people that have those innate in them
0: yeah that hospitality mm-hmm. bones
1: <laughs> right I mean look if i can just sure. yeah there's like you know i think in this business and i think it it's a lot of it would, I try to keep in mind is that it's a hospitality business. Yeah. Right? And a um if you're not if you don't want to like invite people into your home and make them feel comfortable, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And it's a business at the same time. So the best way to make your business uh sustain mm-hmm. is to hire people that have that and you don't have to train them to be genuine about right. it. Right?
0: Yeah. So you don't have to train them to be nice people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if you hire somebody to work the, the the host stand, they should just have a smile on their face naturally. You shouldn't have to remind them. Right. You know? <laughs> no resting bitch face. Ha- <laughs> I've been told I have that.
0: But, but I'm in the back an of the East house, coast thing. yeah. I'm you're in fine. the back of the house. You're so totally fine.
1: It. But um, no, but you know what I mean? Like it, it it's it's one less thing you have to try to manage if you hire, you know,
0: yeah. Friendly, happy
1: people. Friendly, happy people, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Especially
0: for a busy restaurant like yours. Like I remember when um, my first restaurant job was at the Prado in mm-hmm. Balboa Park. And I, I started as a hostess. Mm-hmm. I was like 18, taking hospitality classes at SDSU. Right. And I remember uh during what's now called December nights, but back then it was Christmas on the Prado. Mm-hmm. I remember it was super busy. Like the it's our it's literally the busiest weekend for, you know, that restaurant. It's or, our busiest weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're it's right crazy. there. Yeah. And I remember um, a guest came up to me and I was like, you know, grabbing menus and like power walking to their table. And they said, wow, you guys are really busy tonight. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, I know. It's just crazy. You know, can you mm-hmm. just believe it? We're just so busy. And and I was friendly, but I right. remember that interaction. And I remember the general manager overheard it. Mm-hmm. And she actually pulled me aside and said, you know, I take that as a pretty big insult when someone notices that we're so busy and so stressed. And Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, why? I mean, it's obvious. Like, we're clearly very busy and everyone's clearly very stressed. She's like, we never want our guests to notice that there's a lot going on. Like, we want someone to come into our restaurant no matter how busy we are and feel welcome and feel like they can stay as long as they need to. And I remember having that interaction and being like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Okay, I'll stop acting like a psycho, you know? like.
1: <laughs> but isn't it interesting how those moments can kind of shape how you how you see the business? Absolutely. And how you, like how you become part of the business later?
0: Totally. So. I, I remember that interaction so clearly. And I remember, I mean, I've told that story to so many people. And when I was at Bobo, I mean, I was the chef, but it's such a small restaurant. Like mm-hmm. if I was walking by and people were at the host stand, I would see them, you know? Right. And I remember telling that to the hostess there, like, hey, like- Chill out, you know, like yeah. it's cool. like people are coming and eat here. We're happy, <laughs> you know, like take a breath. Well, like,
1: you should be happy people are coming to your restaurant. Totally. Like exactly. that's the thing I think gets lost a lot of times with um, some people that are just entering into the industry is you should be happy mm-hmm. to be busy. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. I know coming up in kitchens, I wanted to do like minimal covers right. just so I could, you know, put the perfect, perfect touch on the this. food. But at the end of the day if you're only doing 20 covers a night, you might not have that job very long. Absolutely. You know? and, yeah. And you should be thankful that people want to come to your and restaurant and eat your food or experience your service, experience the what you're creating there. Yeah. So, yeah. And the more people, the better job you should be doing. You know?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is interesting because you're you're a chef, which is mm-hmm. b- back of the house, but you're also, I mean, you're uh a face of the company and you're a a friendly representative. And when I think of Cucina Urbana, the first thing I think of is you, Mm -hmm. like that's my association. And we're talking about sort of general hospitality concepts or business concepts or Mm -hmm. front of the house concepts. Do you, um, is there any sort of like cross training between uh, your kind of hospitality theory with the back of the house? Because I, I feel like in some restaurants there's a disconnect, right? Where, like, the cooks are like, oh, we're so busy. we got to cook all this food. Right. And we're training people in the front of the house to be like, we're very happy that people are walking in the restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. how what's your kitchen culture like?
1: Um, when a lot of training, when we do, like, a uh, an onboarding process mm-hmm. with our, particularly our chefs, they always spend a day and with a server cool. uh, to see our service model. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just more about the culture of people that enjoy making food, like and cooking and letting people experience it. Yeah. Right. So we, in, it's it's really hard to have a hundred percent of everybody in the kitchen on board with that all the time. But I feel like our job is to find the people that maybe don't feel that mm-hmm. and make them understand it a little bit. Yeah. You're always, you might always have a couple of people that are just, you know, bad attitude. Grumpy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, that's what we try to do, always do is it's a culture that you have to just create, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, um, uh, it, it, I think it, it starts from the top down. Sure. You know, if, if, if I'm not delivering that message to our chefs and our chefs aren't delivering that message to our cooks and, and everybody, I think, you know, we always preach, you know, if, if these guests aren't coming in, you don't have a job, yeah. right? And we should be stoked that that they want to come have our food. And the more people that come have our food, that's that's the that's the reward in it all. Mm-hmm. And I think that just, I think if, and when you go through the interview process, yeah. even you know on every level in the kitchen or the front of the house, um, the more people that you have like that, it just kind of it kind of that that good thing becomes infectious into right. the, into everybody, yeah. And then when they go on to other places, maybe they take that along with themselves and it may be better betterment for the industry as a whole. Sure. You know, I mean, um you know, there's some there's some chefs that I think just feel like they just, it's about their ego and just right. them. But I think, you know, and that's you know, everybody's different and that's fine too. Uh or it's a phase,
0: right? Like or some people go through a phase where they
1: I think so. Yeah. You know, I think I, I would lie if I say I didn't go through that sure. phase and it wasn't just about me. But I think you grow out of it and I think right. maybe you can teach people to learn that lesson quicker than I maybe have learned mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I had a really good question lined up, uh, but then I forgot it.
1: Uh, <laughs> you get to take notes. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, oh,
0: this one. Um, no, I think that's that's brilliant. And so, you know, is it like when I had Bobo and 100 Wines, I found it difficult to dedicate um, as much attention to both restaurants as I wanted. I felt like if I focused on one, then the other one was lacking and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And so I'm looking at this paper, and you have five that you oversee. And so I'm curious um, how you personally manage all of that. Um, And and then I want to ask you, and I'm going to say it out loud so I don't forget, I want to ask you about how you manage that with your career and with your, Mm -hmm. you know, employees, and then also how you manage that with your family life?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's just like you said. um, One, we hire good chefs Mm -hmm. and chefs that are are capable of really running it without me, you know? Right, yeah. And they do – I spend uh, more time probably because home office is at Cucina Urbana. Okay. So I spend more time there. And when I do some menu development, it's usually in that kitchen. Sure. I try to go do menu development in the other kitchen sometimes just to bring them in the process. The creativity, and, yeah. But um, Orange County, you know, I, I get up there every week. Wow. Uh, I think at 52 weeks a year, I'm there 45 weeks. Wow. Uh, I get up there. That
0: was that was a very genuine wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's Ooh. a few weeks, like, if I'm out of town or if sure. I'm, you know, other things going on. But I try to. I mean, I think 40 to 45 weeks for wow. sure I get up there That's a year. really impressive. And, uh, you know, it, it is. It's like – it's almost like you feel like you're, you're spending a lot of time, you know, nurturing one. Mm-hmm. And then – you start to see problems pop up and then you get over there and nurture that. It's like the mole game, you know, you hit this one and then that (laughs) one has a problem, but it's, you know, but I, like I said, it's really, um, hiring good chefs and all of our chefs I really feel like are really, really awesome at their jobs and managing their kitchens and keeping their numbers in line and the quality of food. I mean, we're always trying to find ways to make it more consistent and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and better. And the chefs all have great ideas and how to do that. So cool. it's a it's a team concept. It's not um, necessarily just me doing it all. Like right. we have really good chefs that are are qualified to, to yeah to run them. You know, very cool. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of yeah. that, it's really the same answer. It's yeah. like I have chefs that I that um you know I guess when you I, I'm not uh, not all the time. I mean there are there are times a year and, and vacations and sure. stuff like that where I'm I have to spend. More time, but at this point, you know, I'm there during service, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to be there until 10 o'clock at night anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll be there for the first few hours, Mm -hmm. checking, helping, doing whatever I can. Yeah, and then once you get a feel for service and I go home and I try to see my daughter before she goes to bed and, um, you know, try to keep myself fit, too. Yeah, yeah, you're very active. Yeah, you know, I when when I did have my daughter, Mm -hmm. I was like – uh, you know, working a lot and doing mm-hmm. that a lot. I didn't have a lot of time to take care of my myself. Sure. And so I was like, I want to be healthy and watch her grow up. Right. right. So I started, um, doing like triathlons. I and... noticed,
0: I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> so. <laughs> so,
1: um, but I found that I, sp- now I'm spending so much time training. I'm not, I'm missing. Oh, there she is. Oh, <laughs> um, there she is. She's yeah. So cute. She is um, so cute. Then I'm spending more time. I, I right. like uh, it's 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 that thing. Uh-huh. Like, okay, I'm trying to stay healthy so I can see her grow up, and yeah. then I'm missing her grow up because then I'm, training. I'm training
0: for hours. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> totally.
1: So it's it is. It's about a a, a balance. And
0: mm-hmm. uh, look at that. Damn. Yeah. Um.
1: Typogram. Yeah. That was that was a lot of work. That <laughs>
0: it seems like a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Um. But it's it is. It's you know I I do feel like um being fit yeah. and eating right helps you really do this job too because I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Because um. You know it's, it's still a lot of long hours. I'm not it's saying I'm working like a physical job. I'm not working 40 hours or anything like that. Right, but right. it's you know but to put in the long days and the long hours I feel like I feel I feel more capable yeah, now of doing this. Yeah. energy
0: levels are mm-hmm. up and
1: I'm not I'm not out till two in the morning drinking right every night and, and stuff anymore but uh oh look at that Hey, oh that's awesome. <laughs> I saw them at the uh, one of the ones that's we did super this summer. Cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: Roger and Nathan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but um so it's it's a uh, you know, it's a it's a balance. And I think, yeah. you know, we've also wanted to do if I could just touch on for a second, is of course. I you know, I think the the paradigm for chefs for a long, mm-hmm. long time was like eighty hours a week, ninety right. hours a week. And I really wanted to um kind of break that with our chefs. Yeah. And I want them to be able to have a work life balance as well. Mm-hmm. And while the it's still about fifty five hours for chefs yeah. that, that our chefs work, it still sounds a lot a lot to some people, but Compared to what compared to. It, it, it's it's not as much. And I want them to be able, because I feel like they work, they're fresher. Right. Their minds are clearer. They work those hours that they're there, we're getting more So out much of them. more productive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and we, you know, there's times of year, Christmas time and uh, restaurant week yes. and things like that. They'll have to put in a little more hours, but. I want them to go home and mm-hmm. with their families or or their significant others or have time for them to be active or whatever they right. with whatever, whatever they want to do. Choose, ups, yeah. yeah, I want them to be able to have that because um, I think when you when it's just work a hundred percent of the time, you're not as effective. Yeah, I think we can get you know the time there is more about the quality and what they can produce and pr- and and right. bring to the table then uh, than than just a quantity of hours. Absolutely, but, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and I think that. What I have seen and what I have experienced, too, is that, personally, is that, you know, I think chefs are really passionate people, generally Mm -hmm. speaking. And so, for me, it's really easy to become all consumed with my work because Mm -hmm. it really lights me up and I find a lot of passion and I'm really driven by it. And, oh, I want to learn this new thing and I want to, you know, cook this new thing and I want everyone in the world to try it. And then, all of a sudden, when I've kind of checked off, okay, well, I wanted this and this and this – and then I get to, like, go home. I, d- I don't even know what I like to do anymore. Also, right. you know, I'm like, I've lost, like, who I am if I'm not Chef Cat. I'm like, right. what does what Catherine Humphis do on a day <laughs> off, you know? And right. it's like, who do I call? Like, my friend stopped calling me because they're like oh you always work weekends right. like, i have a weekend off right do we do something do we go somewhere you know and it's like i don't
1: even like if i get a if i get a weekend night off i'm like i don't even know where to go right eat. Like, and then I, you go
0: out and you're like why are all these people here uh-huh. right it's
1: like where do i don't even people ask what's your favorite restaurant yeah like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know a little sushi place across the street yeah, from my house. yeah convenient like, right yeah I <laughs> but it, i mean i think you know i'd love to see it at, because i think um if we want this profession to be taken more seriously mm-hmm. as a profession, we have to treat them people more like professionals.
0: Definitely, you know. It's been re- really interesting. I noticed it a lot last year, specifically, and I, I think it's we're kind of on an upswing of it, where a lot of these um, well-known chefs. I'm thinking of like Sean Brock or mm-hmm. um, the charcuterie guy based out of New York, uh, New York, or C-Cos- Chris Costantino. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're talking about. The, I mean, Sean Brock talked a lot about alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know, in association with the chef world. And um, Cosatino talked a lot about, like, mental health in relation mm-hmm. to, the, to the chef world. And it's, like, it's becoming more a part of the conversation of, like, how these long hours and how this, like, stress of this industry can really affect well, people. Well, the
1: lifestyle feeds into that a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? I mean, talking about... C- growing up as a cook, you know, what do you do after at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock yeah. at night when you get off work? I'll you go, go to a bar. Beer and a shot. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and then wake up and do it all over. Sleep till yeah. noon and then come totally. back and do it all over again. I think it, it, it plays in part of that. But I think Chris Costantina actually is an avid cyclist now. Oh, I think really? He, cool. I, yeah. You know, and um, Sean Brock, I think, has dealt with, with some of those things. And even uh, David Chang yeah. in his book uh, talked a lot about the stresses and how he got like shingles because he was totally, so stressed yeah. out about it. And I think that that you know, it's like you're you're not doing any good to the to the business if you're
0: yeah you're hurting yourself on like every front
1: <laughs> right um you know but I think there's you know I think um Justin Coogley is like, mm-hmm. is a guy who's really into like uh cycling and and yeah. some of these things and I think you're seeing a little more of that 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 changing a little bit in Definitely. the industry which yeah. is a good thing because I think it's going to make um. You know we're not going to lose good chefs because of the right, of it, you know, absolutely. And, um, but you know, I, I, if and you know, we've actually had a little bit in in at Cucina where we do these triathlons. We've had like yeah. a few of our cooks do one with me cool. and and, uh, and stuff like that. And so it's kind of getting like that, yeah. that kind of community, right? And that kind of um, environment as opposed to drugs and alcohol. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's mm-hmm. awesome.
1: I mean, we I parted my share. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Which uh, you know, it has its place.
1: Like a bourbon once in a while, right? right.
0: <laughs> my my first weekend out in New York, uh, when I was working at WD fifty, mm-hmm. uh, we went to this like Jameson bar, and I'd never <laughs> had Jameson before. And uh, I woke up. Um, I woke up to my roommate like patting me on the back, like to wake me up, and it was like this random guy I found on Craigslist. I could sleep on his futon. You know, it was like, I just need a place. I'm doing, I'm working in New York for a bit. And so he's like, a uh, cat. And I'm like, yeah, oh, Hey, what's up? And I look up and he's like, do you, do you need help? And I'm like, <laughs> no, why? And he's like, you're, you're on the floor. And I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm in bed. And he's oh like, no, gosh. your, your face is on the bed, but the right. rest of your body <laughs> shoes on. I just, Face it on the bed, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like oh! And I, that was my first weekend out in New York, trying right. to keep up with the, you know the new staff. And the first weekend, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I still can't smell Jameson. I'm like, uh, okay, okay, one of
1: those nights, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but anywho, I you had mentioned it just a few seconds ago, and I have a note here I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego Restaurant Week is coming up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, I think San Diego Restaurant Week. I know a lot of chefs are like. Ugh, Restaurant Week is coming up. But I think it's a really awesome opportunity for restaurants and diners alike Mm -hmm. to really um, showcase, you know, something that maybe wouldn't be entirely accessible to a lot of diners um, normally. Mm -hmm. Do you – I'm not going to ask you if you like Restaurant Week because I'm just going to assume you do. But it's coming up January 21st through the 28th. And are all of your San Diego-based restaurants participating? They do. Yeah. And do you do the $30?
1: We have a mix of a few different menu cool. options. Um there's some that are like lower price points. See, yep. you, you know, there's certain menu items that that fit into that category. It's almost it almost becomes our entire menu. We just okay. categorize it so Very you cool. can find a one that that that's that suitable you. For, yeah, yeah, you know, um which is kind of nice because it still showcases the whole thing. We've done exactly. it years past That sometimes it's so narrowed down that um you're not seeing everything and right. I feel like we were able to kind of find a price point for most of the, most of the stuff on our menu. Sure. So that's great. If you, you know, if you, you wanted something, you're, you're not going to have to pay the price for a, right. th- for a more expensive something. That's, so, that's awesome. Yeah. And I don't mind it. I mean, yeah. I, I, um, I, I, f- I feel like years past that is kind of like, oh. right. But, you know, like you said, it gets people in and we, that's what we were all about. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I don't mind it as much.
0: Yeah, I feel like once you've done it a few times, too, you kind of get in the groove and you get your system, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, this is right. how we do things for San Diego Restaurant Week." And yeah, change and we the- do it
1: twice a year now, so yeah. it's like it's it, it used to be to Where it was like, "Oh my god, it's coming up, we got it," right. but now it's like you know everybody's kind of spread out. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. gets it, and uh, and we we know what to expect from it. Yeah. Um. So very cool. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, there it is. That's for Cucina in Oteca. Oh, that was last year's. Nice, mm-hmm.
1: very cool. That looks like uh, lunch maybe the menu. lunch one. Yeah, pizzas,
0: yummy. Yeah, and awesome. That's,
1: and then we also offer our regular menu too for somebody that wanted to yeah. just dine a la carte as well. Perfect. So.
0: I know. I remember last in September when it was San Diego Restaurant Week. I went out not realizing it was San Diego Restaurant Week, and I was like, <laughs> "How could
1: you not know?" <laughs> I know. It
0: was like one of those things. Where I'm like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So San Diego Restaurant Week is January 21st through the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cucina Urbana, Bankers Hill, Cucina Enoteco Del Mar, and Cucina Sorella, Kensington are all participating Yep. for both lunch and dinner?
1: Um. Yes, except for Cucina Sorella is not open for lunch. Oh, so okay. Be... So they're dinner only. Right.
0: Awesome. And um, right after that, this is kind of like, right, the holidays start Thanksgiving, and then it's like the Christmas season, and then it's Restaurant Week, and then you... Finalize no it all. No time to come up for air. Yeah, you finalize it all with Valentine's Day, Valentine's right? Day. Do you guys do anything special for Valentine's yeah, Day?
1: Yeah, we do, Um, we we do like, a special menu. It's cool. not, like, prefix, like, you have to get the nice. whole thing. We, do, we let the chefs do some nice specials, and Very they'll cool. usually be, like, an antipasti, mm-hmm. a house-made pasta, a couple of special entrees, and a dessert. Great. And, uh yeah they're really fun the chefs get have fun with it um you're not we found the reason we we did that it went away from just doing prefix sure. menus for the night is there's a lot of people that come in that aren't necessarily s- celebrating it sure um they're like
0: I'm just here <laughs> I just
1: wanted a pizza yeah you know what I mean? so, um so we we offer our regular menu and cool. and for and for people that want to come in for Valentine's Day because our we one thing we pride ourselves on at our restaurants is there's multiple ways to dine you can come in and come in on a date and Mm -hmm. get dressed up and have a really nice meal like elegant really good wine or you could come in and sit at the bar and flip-flops and have beer and pizza that's so a burger or something like that so i think going with that that's one of our kind of our philosophies all inclusive yeah yeah having that be one of our philosophies we feel having those specials and 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 then Mm -hmm. for maybe people that are um you know, from out of town and business or something sure. that aren't as As we did that remember one year at Chive we did this really cool menu and it was like just we I went all out, yeah. right? And there was a convention in town at the same time with all these doctors and uh. they were and it was just the prefixed menu we were offering, and the doctors come in, and they're all a group of right. like five men doctors, and they're all like, oh, um, about we'll this. all share the yeah, you know, like, so shareable uh, dessert, yeah, <laughs> totally, real real like romantic yeah. uh, dinner for, for yep. two. lady in yeah. the tramps day exactly yeah, that's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we like to offer different stuff yeah, and be able to of kind options. of accommodate different people's you know what they're looking for.
0: Very cool, mm-hmm. and um. Do you take reservations for for that?
1: Yeah, um, they book up pretty fast. Yeah. Um, usually usually Urbana, it's there's probably not a lot left for Valentine's Day already. Wow, um, Cucina Sorella, you know, is it's a smaller restaurant, yeah. so if you want to go there, puts now plan ahead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I had a but, great meal there a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I like that restaurant. It's it's a little. Um, you know, for people that want something a little more quiet, mm-hmm. that's just kind of a little more like, um
0: yeah, neighborhoody. You know,
1: yeah, neighborhoody feels great. neighborhoody. I love yeah. that term. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty cool. It's just uh, there's, it's in the little nook of that neighborhood. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and the restaurant's so cool. It's, it's I, I really enjoy that restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we ha- I had a great meal there, and I showed up. 30 minutes before closing, I felt like a jerk.
1: Uh,
0: and they were so sweet. Like, yeah. Just, and then, they you know, better, I was like, just. They better
1: be. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know, just bring
0: everything out whenever. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need to course it out. Like, right. just, and we had so much food. And she's like, I I held the entrees. I'm like, no, bring it out. Bring it yeah. out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, that awesome. restaurant's
1: fun. I mean, it's it's our, one of our newer ones. And uh, the menus, that one menu's mostly different. Like, you mm-hmm. we were saying how. Sister. There's a core, yeah, right. it's, it's sister, yeah, but there's a core menu. That one, I think the blossoms are yeah. the only thing on the menu that might that might be the same, sure. And so, um, but it feels like. Uh, the Cucina brand at the It same totally
0: time. does. Right. Yeah. You can definitely feel that mm-hmm. in the service and the food and in the design, you yeah. know, like you know, it's related. Yeah. You know, it's a sister. <laughs> they, put a lot,
1: they sell so much pasta at that restaurant. Oh, it's, I believe it. It's more pasta centric and every piece of pasta is handmade in there. And <sighs> the 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 people that make that pasta, I give them so much credit because right. they are just diligently like little wow. elves making every little strand of pasta. I would have no idea how to do it. I want to come, come. I do was it. like, I want to come
0: do it. <laughs> you should
1: totally come do it. Uh, Dan Walinski is our our like our pasta chef there, cool. and he oversees our, our Del Mar restaurant too. He's awesome. a like savant at pasta. Wow,
0: I want to yeah. learn.
1: Cool. He came from working in uh, Brooklyn at the Frankie's restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. And he um, he just. He did a stint at uh, Osteria Francescana in in, uh, Modena, and he's just, he knows it. He knows his stuff right there. Those are his hands, I think, right there. Good hands, good (laughs) pasta hands,
0: look smooth.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. Awesome.
0: Well, do you have any other events besides Restaurant Week, besides Valentine's Day that you can think of that are coming up? Yeah, Yeah, you do. Tell me about it. Tons of
1: stuff. Wow, Um, so busy. We do this Beast Feast uh, dinner, right? And uh, we have one coming up on the... Twenty third at Cucina Urbana, of January, at, uh, this and, month, okay. And the twenty fifth at uh, Del- at a Newport Beach, okay. And so it's all about whole animal cooking, and nice. um, this one coming up, we're doing fowl. So I was actually Ooh. just on the phone before I came here with um, trying to rustle up the the birds, nice, Could and you? find out what we're gonna have, and um, and how to how to clean them yeah and, and, very cool and break them down but the, that dinner is really fun it's really small we have tickets that we pre-sell and it's only about 18 people we okay. do for that dinner but it's really fun and it gives us a chance to get outside of our comfort zone yeah and, um, break down whole animals and we do a series um coming up the next one this year we have um uh sea uh sea creatures will be one of them Ooh. so that'll be kind of fun uh fun. wild boar will be later in the okay. year and i think we're doing lamb very cool. So it's a whole series. You can buy single tickets each dinner, yeah. or buy the series and you get a, a discount on per awesome. dinner. So
0: yeah, that's great.
1: Those are one. Of, those are my, my one of my favorite. We're also doing like some other stuff at uh, Irvine or and uh, Del Mar, where mm-hmm. they're doing harvest dinners. So oh. the, with the equinox, yeah, um, autumn equinox and spring, and then so we're doing dinner centered that. around those kind of uh, ingredients and stuff. That's it's really, really fun cool. Too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I so. like how it's like very connected to like.
1: Earth, you yeah. Know? <laughs> we, I, th- I mean, that's what we do. We cook based yeah. on seasons and what's available, and you know, we we try to we try to keep it as uh, organic as yeah. possible when it comes to that stuff. Sure. So it's like this this Beast Feast dinner is a couple weeks away and I don't have any idea what we're cooking. Yeah. (laughs) I just found out what animals we're going to get. so But, uh, you know, if I knew that six months ago, it kind of loses that touch. Definitely. So it's got to be really kind of of the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate
1: it. It was an awesome conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it It was really fun. It
0: wasn't too stressful.
1: No. I mean, I'm... my. My heart's racing. I'm so nervous, but don't you, know, you. <laughs> you, you calm me down a little bit.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, to all of you listening or watching, our producer Jude, Judy is typing something very important. Oh, yeah. If you want to – thanks for the friendly reminder, Judy. Um, if you want to jump on those reservations for any of the Cucina restaurants, for San Diego Restaurant Week, you can do that. Directly from San Diego Restaurant week.com. just search Cucina, and then all these options will come up. And then there's a button that says reservations, and it has a little clock picture. And then you click on that, and you can make your reservation right there. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you can actually see Judy demonstrating the button reservations. You should get on that because they probably fill up really, really fast. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, To explore the San Diego food scene with us, head on over to DineLocalSD.com, where we highlight restaurant menus and ongoing specials at restaurants like Cucina and others. Um, Also, if you made it this far, good job. Thank you. And um, for an opportunity to win a $50 gift card to one of Joe's restaurants, then stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, because we are going to be announcing a contest very, very soon by the end of the day, actually, and you can win. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes.
1: Thank you.